Courtney. Hey, Sasha. How do crystal healers get their kids out of bed in the morning? I don't know. How? By saying, reiki, reiki, eggs and bakey. <laughs> Hope you're awake for spoop hour. relaxed it's because we did new age self-care this week yes we did we are a paranormal comedy podcast that's sasha this is courtney and each week we delve into stuff that's scary and spoopy and this week's episode is not scary or spoopy because like we said new age care yeah yeah we we did some self-care this week because we've had a bit of a go of it with house hunting, which is successfully over. We have a place um, to live. We have a place to live. And then I had, like, the end of my semester mm-hmm. at school, and it just, it's been stressful. And so we decided to look into the into New Age Spoop. So as always, you can follow our adventures on Twitter, at Spoop Hour, or check us out on Instagram as well, also at Spoop Hour. Or drop us a line at spoophour.gmail.com. And drop lines, people did. Today's episode, we have a bunch of stories to share from listeners. And then we have a discussion on the New Age self-care stuff that we went and did this past week. Courtney did crystal healing. I did. As the joke would suggest. And (laughs) I did Reiki. As the joke would suggest. As the joke would suggest. And I felt really good right after mm-hmm. i slept really well after oh. we'll talk about that but right now i am fighting a sinus headache because spring is here in full force that it's skipped spring one street to summer and all <laughs> the trees are flowering back. and everything is terrible in my sinuses good news it is gonna cool off this week it is gonna oh, get good. back down to like in the 70s fun fact springtime in northern virginia means basically everything right now is covered in a layer of pollen yep and so everything is green. It's, and... all, it's all oak, too. Oh, yeah. is that one of the ones you're allergic to? And I'm allergic to the stuff that grows on the side of the roads, oh. which is also in full force yeah. right now. <laughs> oh, poor baby. Well, we have a good snack of Nutella pound cake. Mm-hmm. She's got a mug of tea, and we're just going to talk through her very relaxing Reiki session and my incredibly silly crystal healing session. Yeah, if you follow us on Twitter, which you should, you'll <laughs> see that our initial thoughts were, wow, I'm so relaxed from me, and wow, I feel really silly from Courtney. I feel, I still feel silly, and it's been a couple days at this point. Yeah. So, anyway. This pound cake's really good. Right? It's nice. I was worried because it built itself as a Nutella pound cake from our favorite local Korean bakery, Shilla. Except when you cut into it, the Nutella's only on the top, but it's still a really good pound cake. So thanks, Shilla. Sponsor us if you want. Mm. And it's funny how excited I am about this Nutella and putting Nutella on the Nutella pound cake because I think last episode I was like, I'm on a diet. I hope my boyfriend doesn't hear me eating this pie. <laughs> and the other day, Jack texted me and was like, so I heard you ate a pie. <laughs> and then sent me the- Which like, one the, of you motherfuckers snitched? I know. He, he I listens know. to our podcast because he's a good I just, boyfriend. I just like making snitches yeah. jokes. Um, no, we- <laughs> But bo- both of us, yes, I mean, yesterday we went to Jinya and got ramen. So, yes. I mean, <laughs> what diet? <laughs> <laughs> 
the diet is I'm going to eat things that I want to eat. Fuck all y'all. Exactly. Also, I really want ramen, so I might be doing oh, that yeah. later. Oh, yeah. Mm. is legit. Yeah. So those are the foods that we are eating. And today's story comes courtesy of a fellow murderino. So shout out to Katie, who has not one, not two, but three stories for us. Oh, God. And they're all a little rough. Is this, so, is this a DC murderino or just murderino in general? Just a general murderino. Okay. I'm not sure where she's from. I oh found God, her on I was going to be like. <laughs> you were going to be like, wait, where in DC where does in she DC? live? <laughs> Why? And then watch it turn out that she actually does live in DC. Right. I hope you don't, Katie. Anyway. So this is the first one, and she has titled it, Dead and Still Doing Chores. Mm. I had an uncle who died when I was 11. He was my godfather, but I honestly didn't know him too well or see him all that often. A few months after he died, I was sitting in my room, upstairs of a bi-level, when I heard water running. My grandma and grandpa lived in the lower level of the house, so I figured it was them, but it sounded really loud. I decided to go check it out. I followed the sound down the hallway, and as I passed the bathroom, I checked the sink and saw it was off, so I kept going to the kitchen. Maybe my grandma had come upstairs to make a snack or something? I don't know what I was thinking. As I got to the kitchen, I saw my uncle standing at the kitchen sink, plain as day, in his typical red plaid shirt and jeans. I froze for a second, and then he was gone, and I just went back to my room. I later mentioned to my cousin, that uncle's daughter, that I saw him seemingly doing the dishes. She yelled, that was his chore! I had absolutely no idea doing the dishes was his thing. Oh, God. So, can you imagine? Well, that just reminds me of my mom's ghost story. Where oh, she, like, yeah. saw my great-grandpa, like, plain as day. Yeah, and he's like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. But he, at least he wasn't doing chores. He was having a nice day at the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do chores after I died. I barely want to do chores now when I'm alive. <laughs> Too real. <laughs> Maybe that's his... Pe- well, no, he, she said that's his thing that he did in real life. But yeah. I was just thinking, like, his penance. <laughs> Maybe fucked up, and now they're like, do the dishes. Do the dishes. Anyway. Do all the dishes you didn't do in the life that you lived. Oh, God, if that's it, then I'm going to be doing dishes until I am dead again. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she didn't like my serenade is the name of the next one. Mm. So thank you again, Katie. When I was in middle school, maybe 12 years old, I was home alone in my older brother's room. I was listening to music at a very high volume, spinning around in his computer chair, belting the lyrics out. Out of nowhere, I heard a woman whisper over the music in my own singing as if someone's mouth was right next to my ear. Oh, God. What did the woman whisper? She whispered, nice and clear, I can hear you. Oh, Jesus. I had never run so fast. I waited in the driveway for someone else to get home. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, Honestly, removing yourself from that situation is probably the best Yeah, I actually just remembered that I have a story, not exactly like this one, but kind of like it from when I was in, I don't know, probably 11th or 12th grade. I'll tell it after we're done reading these. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Try not to think about it. Oh, God. This next one is called Visitor Before the Exorcist. Probably my scariest paranormal experience. I was waiting inside my house for a friend and her mom to come pick me up and go to the movies, but the front door was open so I could see the street. My grandma walked down the hallway to my left and into the bathroom. She closed the bathroom door, which is what got my attention, and I turned my head and saw a woman standing in the hallway. Who wasn't her grandma. No. She wasn't Uh, just standing there. Oh, no. She had both hands resting on the bathroom doorknob, and she was bent over with her head resting on her hands looking at me. If all that wasn't enough, she was in some creepy-ass dress, It was an old-fashioned dress a little girl would have worn in, like, the early 1900s or something. It was super frilly. 
I've tried my hardest to find a similar pick to this dress, but I haven't had any luck. I screamed, I'm leaving, and bolted out of the house and waited for my friend at the curb. It probably wasn't the best idea to go and see Exorcist the beginning, especially since we were just 14 at the time. Katie! <laughs> what? What is happening? Katie, Katie, are you okay? Katie, are you still alive? I mean, you're obviously still alive. You I emailed know, but us, what but the like... hell is your childhood? <laughs> Katie, love yourself. When you're 14, don't see horror movies. Oh, God. Just be afraid of everything no, all the time. but Katie, like, what is going on with this house you grew up in? Yeah, like, maybe don't live there anymore. Like, maybe get your family out of there, too. I don't think anybody should oh, live God. in this house anymore. It may be on an ancient burial ground, uh. if I've learned anything from a variety of horror movies. So my story that was kind of like that, I don't think I've told you this before, but it was when my high school friend Lauren drove me to school. Mm-hmm. So my parents would leave early in the morning and go to work, and then my friend who lived near me would pick me up on her way into school, and then we'd drive in together. I believe I was a junior in high school, so mm-hmm. I would be like 15 or 16, and... I was waiting in, we had like a foyer which had one of those like sliding mirror thingies and then like many Latino households, we had the painting of Jesus over the door, right. which ruined all of my selfies in that mirror because obviously I can't take a selfie when Jesus is looking at me like, really? You're going to take another picture of yourself? Anyway, so I'm waiting in this foyer and I'm alone in the house. My brother had already gone to work. My parents were at work as well, so it's just me. When all of a sudden, I just started hearing, like, bell tones. Bong, 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 bong. And it kept doing it, except there were no alarms going off. The church nearby, it wasn't like it was on the hour, so somebody's like, weird alarm clock was doing a thing. I just kept hearing these musical tones, and they weren't stopping, and I couldn't figure out where they were coming from. So then I went and waited out in the driveway and didn't get murdered by a ghost. Oh, good. And Lauren was like, why are you in the driveway today? Usually you're in your house. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I would say, though, circling back to Jesus... (laughs) he would judge you for, for taking, taking selfies. selfies he was like a pretty chill dude as i've heard yeah as someone not... who didn't grow up religious vanity's a big deal though oh, that's and true. if we've all read the chronicles of narnia we know that susan doesn't get into heaven because she's vain mm. and also because she says that they never actually went into narnia so she doesn't get to go to heaven fun fact about the end of that series super bummer yeah i've only read like the first two or three books yeah you really don't need to go past after like book four it starts to get real weird and real heavy into the christian stuff gotcha so that's all that would have flown over my head anyway yeah even when i even when i was little though i think the first time i read the whole series i was like nine or ten and even then i was like it's kind of messed up that susan doesn't get to go to the back to narnia after she dies right it's kind of fucked she was on the train too they all die in a train accident. Spoilers! Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, hmm. Maybe Good thing just... this is not a train episode. Because <laughs> we can just stop talking about this right now. No, let's just not talk about trains anymore. <laughs> all right, well, thank you, Katie. If you have stories like Katie's or not like Katie's, and you want to share them with us and just generally horrify us before we delve into our very soothing afternoon activity... Go ahead and email spoofhour at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Tell us some stuff. Yeah, anything spooky happen to you? Probably not really, other than, like, getting crystal healed. Yeah. Yeah. I would say your copy of What We Do in the Shadows finally resurfaced, (laughs) but I don't know if that's spooky. That's That's, just just, cleaning. (laughs) Yeah. As I mentioned before, I hate doing chores. 
<laughs> don't we all? But I am preparing for our move because I'm the kind of person where I won't feel better until I start doing it, even mm -hmm. if I only barely start. So I've scrubbed my bathtub and I started going through my curio cabinet. And on the bottom layer of my curio cabinet, I like that you're gesturing. Like I am, can like see you can you. see, my curio cabinet <laughs> is back there and to the left. Come on, guys. <laughs> Underneath some of the shit that was in the bottom layer. I was, like, picking stuff up, and I'm like, we can get rid of these. I don't need these anymore. These can go to charity. And then I was like, oh, look, it's what we do in the shadows. And you went and ordered another copy. Yep, so now so I have two copies. Now you have two copies, Gosh. which is about emblematic of how yeah. we feel about this movie. Oh, I did think something scary did oh. happen. Well, not super scary. But, so, I was in my bathroom. Um, I believe this was Friday night, and I was brushing my teeth. And Zelda, my cat, was not in the bathroom with me. So, this is important because... The toilet brush and plunger I keep next to my toilet all of a sudden just flopped over. <laughs> like somebody knocked them over. So I think I have a toilet ghost. Nice. I bet it's Hanako. I mean, I'm sure it is. And also, I'm so sorry, Hanako. Bad things happen to that toilet. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> sorry for destroying your toilet. Um, yeah, that's why I always feel bad for, like, Moni Myrtle. Yeah, like, that's gonna suck. Girl. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'm pooping so much, Moni Myrtle. Please yeah, forgive right? me. Someone put a hex on my pumpkin pasty. <laughs> um, and I am full of regret. Anything spooky happen to you? I, no, just, we started reading The Crucible in my oh, 11th yeah. grade class, and so it's just been a lot of talking about witchcraft and stuff. I, I, I still haven't done the transcribing of, does that make me a witch, oh. though, yet, but, um, but it's, it's not a particularly difficult week right now um mm -hmm. tomorrow my students so by the time you guys are listening to this yesterday my english 11 students are sitting for the state reading exam oh. and my seniors are sitting for part one of their ib exam mm -hmm. and then tuesday they're sitting for part two of their ib exam gotcha. so i have some downtime while they're taking the exam and i'm not proctoring there you go do that but it's been fun it's i will say <laughs> one student was like wait so are there any actual witches in this play? Like, is there actual witchcraft in this? Or, and I was like, yeah, no, it's all just false accusations. And they go, oh, so it's just straight up a tragedy then. And I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. It's not any more, like, mystical or magical. It's just... Too fucking real. Really just sad. And they were like, dang it. Well, <laughs> I was like, I know. And they're like, well, I'll still read it enthusiastically, but... Dang, I was hoping for some actual magic. <laughs> Weren't we all? Right. Wouldn't it just be nicer if all books just had yeah. legit witches? It in might them? just be that I need to show my students the Simpsons Halloween special where Marge is accused oh, of witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Patty and Selma are witches. Yeah. And when they're on the stake to get burned, they're like... Smoking cigarettes. Yep, yeah. and they light them on their own bonfires. Ugh. When Classic. I, yeah, when I got that really bad cold and I lost, not fully lost my voice, but got really froggy, mm -hmm. that's how I felt I sounded. So I think I used that gift Patty to describe it to you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so on Thursday, we went to our most local New Agey massage center. Mm -hmm. We won't name it here. We won't, because I did not tell them we had a podcast. I don't know if you did. I didn't. Okay. No, I didn't really talk to my lady except to say that I understood what was happening. My lady was real chatty. So And my lady wasn't, and that's why I had a lot more fun in my session because it was just nice and quiet. <laughs> How do you want to do this? Do you want to go first with um, your pleasant experience and then I'll go first with my ridiculous one? Sure. Yeah, so the imagine just like a, a, a pretty straightforward spa. The interior mm -hmm. was decorated really nicely. There were um, fish. It was really cute space, really peaceful. They had snacks for they us. They had snacks, they I had water, they had, you know, uh, tea and stuff. Mm -hmm. Really nice place. 
their AC in the like the AC in the whole building was, was not, not working. And this was the what day two in a row of oh. ninety degree days <laughs> in Northern Virginia. Um, Bit roasty toasty. So it was it was warm, and I'm pretty heat sensitive. Like I've been not feeling well at work lately because. The AC in the English department doesn't, doesn't work. work. Like in other parts of the building, like I, I've taken to taking walks during my planning periods and yeah. stuff to go to like other parts of the building where I know it's cooler Ooh. to like just do nothing for like 20 minutes and then go back to my classroom <laughs> because it's just been like so awful in our back hallway. So I will say like when the session starts, she's like, are you comfortable? Do you need blankets? Do you want the fan, you know, stronger or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you know what? This is fine. Like I'm, I'm right now is better than what I've been sitting with in my classroom. <laughs> she goes, oh, so you're, like, acclimated. I'm like, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> if that's the word. If that's the word. So so I went in for Reiki, and I can explain just really quick what Reiki is. Tell me everything. The first time I had heard about Reiki, I thought was from you. But Ooh. turns out I had heard about it when I was younger because mm. a family friend was studying to become a Reiki practitioner. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't know what it was. But apparently my mom, like, helped her like practice or yeah. whatever because again remember my mom is into all that yeah ghosts spirits anything yeah. spiritual um <laughs> and and i am too like to to some extent a lot of this new age stuff is really a reaction to not just not necessarily modern medicine mm-hmm. but towards like spirituality mm-hmm. and when modern medicine isn't cutting it or your typical religious like western religious yeah. stuff isn't working eastern religions often promote like self-reflection and looking in inward in order to heal yourself and so like my session was very much like a meditation which was really nice and like felt really good so so reiki is from japan which is also part of why i volunteered to do this one because wait you like i love talking about japanese shit this is news to Um, me but it was a form of alternative medicine developed in 1922 by Japanese Buddhist Mikao Usui, so it's still fairly recent. I mean, it's not even 100 years old. Right. Almost 100. But it's it's branched out into other kind of other countries and other locales, so mm-hmm. different places have kind of different ways of practicing it, but overall, it's an alternative form of medicine that involves, like, a light touch. According to the National Institutes of Health, because they do have a page on this, they have right. a thing called, within NIH, they have National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health, and theirs is basically, we don't know much about Reiki because there haven't been a lot of in-depth studies done on it. Yeah. It won't hurt you, but if you are using it for, like, extreme medical purposes, it's probably it's not going to help work. you. Yeah. But if it just makes you feel good in terms of, like, meditation or relaxation... If it helps you Go spirit. for it. Yeah. yeah. It's basically, like, it's good as a supplement for, like, mitigating, like, anxiety, just yeah. like meditation is, but also... Maybe hop sense. on some medication, or um, <laughs> like if you have cancer, yeah. maybe do that chemo. Yeah. Like, like maybe don't... talk to your doctor about your endless pooping instead of just like going to get some Reiki done. Exactly. So it's it's the NIH doesn't say don't do it. It's just like don't let it be your only. Don't let it be your only thing. Right. Much like a lot of alternative medicine. Yeah. So Reiki is usually written either in katakana, so the simplified foreign alphabet, or in kanji as literally just rei and ki. With Ray being connected to like the spirit, and then Key being like 
air or energy or consciousness. So it's like the same ki in like kimochi meaning feel good or ki as in like energy, like denki, mm-hmm. right? Which means electricity. Which means electricity. Sorry, yeah, that was sorry. a real yeah. weeb moment on my part. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, talking about like your spiritual energy is what Reiki is. Gotcha. So it's, a, it's again, stress re- reduction, relaxation mm-hmm. done by like a very light touch. So they basically look at your chakras, and so my my person explained it to me after putting, or rather, when we got into the room, there was a bed or like a like a table, yeah. right, like a massage table. Had a pillow on one end, and then like a mound of pillows on the other end for like my legs to be kind of propped up in like a like with my knees up, and like I'm like a little squiggle, right? <laughs> so much and, nicer than what I got. Um, there were there were these crystal a flat disc crystals with different markings on them. For, those are the chakra mm. symbols, right? And so she had them lined up and she was explaining, like, these are going to go on your body. These will be between kind of your legs in that same space. Um, I'll put other crystals around you. And I'm going to work, I think she said, counterclockwise to unlock everything and then work back around clockwise to okay. kind of reset things. She says, I'm just going to channel your your spirit, your energy, but I'm not going to manipulate it or do anything. It's more just like I'm, I'm kind of removing it and gotcha. then resetting. Okay. So she just she, she took it told me it was more like a resetting of of my spirit which That's nice which feels i mean which, which was nice to th- hear about because i've been so stressed right. and so it was like okay so i'm going to be just kind of reset and everything will be okay yay and so she placed after after i got settled and relaxed she placed the crystals along me i was worried about my forehead being oily and like the, the forehead one slipping but it didn't and she started out with the same light pressure that my yoga instructor does on my shoulders during Shavasana. Best. And that's the best. And I, I've tried to explain this to Jack, and Jack has tried. But it's there's just, just not when the you, same. When you are a trained yoga instructor or a Reiki practitioner, it's like you know exactly what the light touch is supposed to be like. Yeah. And, you know, there's some people who are just naturally good at massages, but this yeah. is not necessarily the same thing as massage. No. Even though my Reiki practitioner is also a massage therapist. Mm. Like, it's a very different thing that she's doing. So she started with her hands on my shoulders and then was kind of resting them for a while. And my eyes were closed. And even if they were open, the lights were really dim. So I'm not sure. But it almost felt like like she wasn't doing anything. But I started feeling like I was swaying, which was interesting. And maybe it had something to do with, like, the music mm-hmm. that was playing in the background. And there were, like, ocean sounds and, like, the oscillating fan. And so I felt very, like, peaceful and, like, started relaxing. My brain was still racing. Mm-hmm. But I started feeling like I was relaxed. That's good. And then she moved up to my head, and then I was like, oh, yeah, that's the spot, right? Because it's like almost like when someone's gently playing with your oh, head. Oh, the um, best. And it's, it's the, it was a really nice feeling. And then Should have gotten fucking Reiki. Right. And then <laughs> she, gently, she moved from my head back to my shoulders. Yeah. And then went to one of my arms and had this, like, very light touch. And then to, like, my rib cage. And then to, I think it was my thigh and then my knee, and then my feet. And again, she's not manipulating anything. She mm-hmm. just is very, she was like gently resting both of her hands. And she gets to my feet. And I like don't remember anything else. <laughs> and I know I didn't fall asleep because the session wasn't very long. Mm-hmm. But just like, I think I just like slipped into another plane of consciousness. <laughs> like, so I actually just powered down for a hot second. I powered not down, sleep, yeah. Not but sleep, just but just like, like I was boop. somewhere else. I read a great article about someone who like tried all these like new age things. This is like from 2015 or 2014. Nice. But saying that when she was done, she kept, she came out feeling like her, her brain had a massage. Aww. And I, I 
too, That's where I was nice. like, after everything was said and done, after I had this shit scared out of me because she had one of those meditation bells, oh. and and the first like ding, <laughs> like oh, and I jumped out of my skin. <laughs> and she did a couple of rings and like a rhythm thing, and then I felt better. But yeah, she, I felt kind of floaty. Mm-hmm. I felt very well rested, even though I know I didn't fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I felt very relaxed, mm-hmm. like more so than I do when I feel, have yoga. And I had yoga that afternoon as well in my hot school that doesn't have AC. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I just like came out and I was feeling good. I went to the bathroom. I was still feeling very peaceful. And my brain was kind of like empty at this point because my brain had been racing mm-hmm. earlier. And I thanked my practitioner and I met you in the waiting room and I was like floaty and we were walking back to the car and I was like, I feel great. And Courtney was like, ah, that was a thing that has happened. That happened. And I was like, oh yeah, that was a great thing that just happened. So I had a really good time with Reiki. I believe Sasha's I, exact words were, how soon is too soon for me to do this again? Right. And it's, <laughs> it is a little pricey. We had a Groupon for ours, which was really helpful. Yeah. I, I would like to try it again sometime. Yeah. Um, but I know that it's, you know, it's just, it's not even guided meditation. Like, it was just another person, like, helping me relax. Yeah. And I, so, you know, 10 out of 10, I would do it again. It's just I don't make a lot of money, and it, it yeah. would get really pricey. Yeah. It um, get, it, even with the memberships, it's cheaper monthly, but it's still, like, you're paying for the membership. Yeah. Um, and the membership is also not cheap. Not cheap, like, right. The membership cost was the cost of, like, four Groupons. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> so yeah, I would, it, it's fun. I would try it again. Maybe even like take my mom to go yeah. do it or something. Oh, um, it was fun. fascinating. It was really relaxing. I the opposite of I think what happened with our psychic episode happened where like <laughs> after we went too. to the psychic, I was like, well, that was some money spent. Not well spent, just some money spent. But this one, I was like, oh yeah, that was money yeah. well spent for me at least. Yeah, right. Um, and, and I needed mo- it. Do you and your mom have Mother's Day plans? Uh, we don't yet. Maybe but that you might do be some something. Mother's Day Reiki. Exactly. That'd be um, nice, because so, your mom's into it. Right. So it was, it was nice. It was really cool. I, you sent me the chakra, like, soundscape thing I did, because you were tweeting and you seemed stressed. I, so I, I was, was like, I'm going to find a YouTube video. So I was very stressed yesterday. So I will say the Reiki helped me feel good in the moment. Temporarily. But yesterday I had a really just stressful day. Okay. To the point that, like, I, I was at a birthday party last night and had to, like, shut myself in a room for an hour Aww. just to, like, kind of recollect. And so I, I started playing that chakra thing that you sent me. Nice. But I was like, oh, no, this is too much. Like, my brain was like, was oh, like, oh, it's not so, the same. So, so I, I put it to ocean sounds, oh. and, I, and I fell asleep for about an hour and then returned to the party. I mean, I have a soothing ocean sound yeah. on Pandora. Yeah, um, it was really nice. <laughs> that I use when I get migraines, and I just listen to the Yeah, so I, I listened to the ocean for a while, and it helped me relax. So it was almost like even just being in that environment Thursday yeah. helped me think of ways that, for myself, I can self-care mm-hmm. with, you know, my aromatherapy mach- uh, lamps okay. and, you know, soundscapes and just doing some breathing that, like, my yoga teacher has so- taught me and then, like, get kind of in that placement mm-hmm. of the Reiki where maybe I won't have anyone touching me, but I know that there are some Reiki videos on YouTube where yeah. they talk to you yeah. through some of the things that you should be feeling. I will say, so the opposite of what you're about to tell us <laughs> was that my lady just kind of walked me through what would happen, Yeah. but then as soon as I got on the bed, she was like, okay, are you comfortable? Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. She goes, okay, you know, we're going to start. Yeah. You know, she was telling me, like, some people cry during it, some oh, people wow. fall asleep, other people, like, will feel weightless, or they'll feel very relaxed. She goes, everyone has a different reaction to it. So she says, if you get emotional, 
don't you know don't worry about it you know just, I'm, I'm just here to help channel I'm not gonna you know do anything mm-hmm. you know you're in a safe environment here I there was a point where I really needed to fart but that moment passed and so I was glad that it passed but I know that if I had farted like I the whole thing would have probably been ruined for me <laughs> because I would have been too embarrassed but but yeah she so she didn't talk to me and then at the end when I went to like get up she goes no 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 you can keep relaxing a little bit you know make sure that you're feeling good you know how you're feeling take mm-hmm. you know take some inventory of yourself and she was very nice wasn't chatty I liked it. That was exactly what I needed on Thursday evening. Would you recommend that our listeners seek out their own local Reiki? Maybe give it a shot. Yes. Okay. I, yeah, I would recommend that, especially if you are really stressed, and especially if you have a good group on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not full price, but if, if you're not sure if you're going to like it, but right. group on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's so a good recommendation. Let's, let's talk about your experience, because yours <laughs> was very different, even though you were, like, what, in the room next to mine? I, yeah, I think Ooh. I was, like, literally next door to you. So I got summoned back first and let me preface this by saying I did call dibs on crystal healing when we talked about this because I was like this sounds ridiculous but I am curious mm-hmm. and I and going, you like crystals I like they're so pretty yeah right. like I love crystals they're lovely it's started when I was in like the third grade and we did that like collecting rocks unit then you yeah. put them in like the rock polisher and you go spinny spinny yeah. spin oh and my then God. It's so I, shiny. Still have, I still have my rock polisher oh yeah I yeah have, I love my rock polisher I, I have so many I have so many rocks I made <laughs> necklaces out of the rocks yes. that I particularly loved I One didn't was know this big about pe- you and I'm glad that we both had this in common <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we were, third those grade nerd, nerd children who had rock polishers I mean we, we did a unit in school on it and then I wanted one oh but I think we had to get rid of it when we moved because gotcha. so fun fact when you move in the in certain branches of the military at least in the time you have to meet weight restrictions for mm-hmm. what they will and will not allow you to move so every time we moved we'd have to get rid of a lot of shit got it so i believe my rock polisher was one of the yeah, things my, my my dad's parents my grandparents who own the farm yeah um they sent it to me as like a, a thing and it came with a starter kit of like the you know rocks that are like, like gemstones yeah. right but then i started take going like whenever we went anywhere i'd find rocks. cool rocks and then i'd bring them home polish them and i have like a whole jar of them it sounds like you should bring those to our new place right. and we should polish rocks together yes Loose. okay okay so, so that's why you like rocks and why you yes. call dibs prefacing i and i genuinely going in i will talk about my expectations and then i'll go into the history mm. of crystal healing and then i'll go into my experience with it so let me start with my expectations they were not high. I just really, I was like, honestly, if I just like lay in a dark room and she just like is like, this is rose quartz, tap to my forehead. How do you feel now? I was on board for that. Yeah. So just I was like, I went in with no expectations because yeah. I didn't even know what Reiki was. <laughs> yeah. I went in being like, this is probably going to be silly, but even if it's just me like laying quietly in a room while this woman like lightly taps different parts of my body with different rocks, cool. Right. That sounds fine. It'll be relaxing, whatever. Well, history of crystal healing is a bit trickier so this is all from livescience.com and crystalage.com so most crystal healing practitioners say that the practice of crystal healing is somewhere between 6,000 and 30,000 years old so much older than reiki much older (laughs) yeah reiki's like what not even 100 and then this is like we've been doing it forever but those are only the practitioners who say that right science is like i mean we don't know how long people have been doing this there's not really a record of like we believe that if you hold topaz in your hand you're gonna grow an extra foot <laughs> sorry what is it i know you mean height but no i meant extra foot like an extra foot i meant an extra foot so oh God. good call so, the New Agey people say that the practice was originally tied to amulets, which is where you get, like, the 
bigger uh, end of that spectrum mm-hmm. because we've been using amulets for years. Some of the oldest were made of Baltic amber, which is a rock. And they've been found all over the world. And what a rock it is. And what a rock it is. The oldest documented use of crystals specifically for some sort of New Agey nonsense was by the ancient Sumerians in Mesopotamia. Okay. So the Fertile Crescent, yeah. whatever, all of that. They used crystals in their magic formulas. Mm. Allegedly, the ancient Egyptians did the same using lapis lazuli, turquoise, carnelian, emerald, and clear quartz for both protection and health. Chrysolite was used for night terrors and evil spirits, which clearly I need to get, as I'll get into after my experience. Ancient Mexico used green stones as a symbol for the hearts of the deceased. Mm -hmm. So when people were buried, they were buried with any kind of green stone over their heart, which I thought was cool. Most of the terms we use for modern crystal healing come from the ancient Greeks. So you have amethyst, which is my favorite, because do you know what amethyst means? Mm -mm. It means not drunken. Nice! Because it was allegedly supposed to both prevent drunkenness and hangovers. So I'm like, BRB ordering some amethyst. And so what you're getting into right now is kind of my understanding of Crystal's popularity in the last few years. Yeah. Is that people use them for more, like, protection or, like, keeping them in their house or Mm -hmm. for the spiritual energy. Yes. And so when you were talking about Crystal healing, I was like, well, I have no idea what that's going to be like. Yeah, (laughs) see, I assumed it was going to be like that, but Mm -hmm. instead of protecting my house, it was going to protect my me. So she'd be like, hmm, your one chakra's kind of weird. Right. Boop, how think, does it feel now? Yeah, I think I told you that when I was little, my cousin had, like, a book of crystals, and she tried no. to make me a tonic um, <laughs> that would, like, like a pain-relieving tonic, um, because I had arthritis, yeah. rheumatoid arthritis, and so she wanted to make me something, but it, it grew oh. mold, and she was like, I don't, <laughs> she's like, I'll try this again, and, like, oh. every time she tried it, it, like, didn't work, but I was like... It's the thought that counts. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that was, I guess, the only other experience I've had with crystal healing. But again, it's yeah. not, it's like, oh, boink, okay, yeah. that works. I was oh, expecting, yeah, yeah, I was I was genuinely expecting a boink and how do you feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In scientific terms. Also, the word crystal itself comes from ancient Greek. It means ice, since mm. the ancient Greeks thought that quartz was just water that had been frozen to the point of never melting. Oh, yeah. sorry. I know that sounded like a weird O. That but is a weird I was, o. I was swallowing my tea <laughs> at the same time. No, that's a fascinating. I right. Whoa. Okay. See, and I'll get into it in a second. Yeah. But all of this is more information than I got on fucking Thursday. So right. whatever. Most of our modern crystal healing practice itself comes from where else? Asian cultures, and specifically, a lot of it comes from Chinese culture in particular. A lot of it is based on the Chinese concept of life energy, or qi. Yep. And it also is partially based on the Hindu and Buddhist concept of chakras, like you said, with yeah, your Reiki yeah. part. And just literal definition, chakras are where life energy connects the physical and supernatural elements of the body. So your chakras go down basically along your spine, and you have, I think, eight. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. They went all the way down from yeah. my, the top of my head to, yep. Yeah. So in crystal healing... Each stone slash crystal slash gemstone slash whatever the fuck has certain properties associated with them. And then in my notes, I put, like what, you say? We just don't know. Mostly because each and every crystal healer has a different interpretation of what stone does what thing. So if you line up ten crystal healers and I'll ask them, what does amethyst do? You're going to get ten different answers. Gotcha. So... Largely, some think that amethyst is good for the intestines, that yellow topaz helps mental clarity, and that green adventurine, adventurine, I don't know, Mm -hmm. rocks, helps the heart. 
During a crystal healing session, stones in colors red through purple are placed on the different chakra points on your body. Mm -hmm. These stones will often help open up any blocked chakras and realign any energy that needs it. So the idea being that, like, you know, because each chakra represents something different. Mm -hmm. So if it's like, oh, the one over your heart is weird, let me try putting this one on Mm -hmm. it. Basically, like you kind of got into with Reiki, there's no real science to support that crystals will heal you, Mm -hmm. although some studies suggest that any efficacy is the result of a sort of placebo effect. Mm -hmm. So if you go in expecting that you're going to have a really great experience and feel better after your crystal healing, you're going to feel better after your crystal healing. These were just a couple fun facts before I get into the funnest of facts. (laughs) Parents will give teething babies amber necklaces, believing that the beads will ease their teething pains, but also they should not do that because beads pose a serious choking and strangulation hazard. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give your baby anything, basically, because it will probably kill them. And then sometimes even veterinary doctors and organizations Mm -hmm. will use crystal healing on animals, but most veterinarians, same kind of thing as with people. It's not your cure, but if it makes you feel better, go for it. So on Thursday, with no knowledge in my hand, because I wanted just a pure experience, Mm -hmm. my only expectation was that I was going to lay down in the dark and have, like, rocks touch my body. Fine. So she plops me down. She asks me why I'm there for crystal healing. And I told her, you know, I was curious about it. We've been going through a stressful time. We're getting ready to move. And we saw the roof on, and we were like, yeah, let's try it. Yeah, I didn't get any kind of question, like, why are you here for Reiki? It was just really, like... All right, let's, let's do, do this. Let's do some Reiki. Yeah. Yeah, and my lady kind of gave me a very straightforward, she was like, these rocks are going to be what I put on your chakras, mm-hmm. and then as we go, we'll see which of these other ones you right. need. And I'm like, okay, so this is going to be like, she's going to, you know, determine my chi is out of a whack wherever, yeah. and then she's going to go, this blue one here is going to help. And right. she, you know, she asked me like, what do you do for a living? You know, is there anything else going on in your life that's giving you stress? And I was like, I mean, work's been busy, but it was mostly trying to find a place to live, the move, whatever. Mm -hmm. She's like, all right. So she had me lay down on a massage table, but it did not have any pillows on it. It was just essentially lying on a piece of wood, which is fine. And she had me take my glasses off, which is fine. And she's like, soothing music's playing, the fan's on. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be nice. I will say for some reason, I was so farty on Thursday that I was basically a hot air balloon. So going in, I was holding in a massive fart. Yeah, so, I'll tell you, before we recorded, my mm-hmm. tummy was hurting on top of me having a sinus headache. And while we were watching Riverdale, I was just steady stream of fart over here. Oh, see, yeah. when I fart, it is like the horn that brings down the walls of Babylon. <laughs> so I can't just like sneak them out. There is, this is a, com- this is a complete tangent, but it is a very funny the story. Horn. So there was one time, this was weeks ago, months ago, actually, at this point, we went to, my boyfriend and I went to the Renwick, which is a nice gallery in DC. Yes, it is. And we were just like, we'll just go check it out. And then we went to the Hirschhorn and we were sitting in the sculpture garden part of the Hirschhorn on a little picnic bench, just having a grand old time. And my boyfriend was like, all right, do you want to walk to the other sculpture garden? Because there's one a little bit a ways down. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And as we were getting up to leave the bench, I was like, this is going to be great. I have to fart. I'm just going to real quick stealth fart. Nobody's going to hear it. And then I'll walk away. And it's going to be perfect. So I lean over to get up off the bench. And my brain goes, all right, stealth mission deploy. And no joke, the sound that comes out of me is... 
I froze. <laughs> and my boyfriend just looked at me like, oh my God. Like, he just gave me this, like, blank look because he was just so shocked that I had done this because I am not the person who farts in public. And I just go, we have to leave. And then, like, booked it out of there. <laughs> and I explained to yeah. him the circumstances. But, yeah, anyway. When I, try to be, when I try to be stealthy, it's always loud. And if I'm like, okay, whatever, I'm safe here. And I let it, it just, it's nothing. just silence. silence. Yeah, so that was my most farty fart in public. Because, again, yes. I have a lot of weird hang-ups about farting. Yeah. Not that you would know from listening to my podcast. But I do. So, going into this crystal healing session, holding in a fart, because that had been my entire day. But whatever. Lay down on the table. Manage not to fart on the lady. She starts putting rocks on me. <laughs> Fine. So there's like a rock on my forehead, a rock on my chinny chin chin, a rock on my clavicle, and just like going all the way down to like my hip area. She managed to put a rock like right where the fart I was holding was. Nice. But I think that was just an accident. So it kind of startled me. And she's like, don't worry. I'm just going to keep doing this. You don't have to. Don't worry about it. Don't try, try not to jump. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, if any of them fall off, it's not a big deal. I'm like, okay. So I'm just like laying there and she's like giving me the talk about okay I need you to breathe so breathe in breathe out so it started out kind of like guided meditation which I have done before and which is nice I generally like it and so she's like imagine this golden light and every breath you take in you're breathing in the golden light and you're breathing out the bad energy so you're breathing in the gold and imagine it connecting all your chakras and going down your feet around your body and let me know when you've done that so I'm like okay so I'm like laying there visualizing this pretty shimmering golden light and you know on and on and on she's like do you see anything and I'm like the the golden light and she's like okay just let me know when you're ready and I assumed that like once I had done all the golden light shit that was gonna be when she was like all right well clearly your golden light's real dim over this ankle so I'm gonna put a rock on it instead I go okay and she's like all right what do you see now? And I'm like, nothing. Because my eyes are closed. And she goes, okay, well, let me know when, when you see something. Like, tell me tell me what's around you. Like, you're, you're, if you're visualizing something, just tell me what you're visualizing and tell me what, it, what it's like. And at that point, I realized, oh, no, she's not going to stop asking me questions until I start telling her things. Yeah. And what I didn't want to tell her was what I currently am seeing is the television show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend because I'm thinking about Greg from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and I'm rewatching season one and I'm not emotionally ready for the season finale of season one because I know what's coming and I don't want to see it happen. And also I feel like I'm holding in a fart. I'm not going to tell this weird crystal healing lady this. I don't even know her. So I start making shit up, Mm -hmm. which partially on me probably don't lie to your crystal healer right. but like I didn't know what else to do because I wasn't seeing anything I was just like laying there having quiet think about crazy ex-girlfriend right so I'm like I'm in a forest and she's like okay is it warm in the forest and I go no it's snowing because whenever I visualize like a happy place it's almost always snowing yeah because I love the snow I find it very peaceful so I'm like it's snowing and she's like okay is it is it cold what are you wearing and I go I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, it's my fucking fantasy. I don't know what fucking outfit I'm in. Right. And she's like, okay, well, what's what's the deal with the forest? What does it look like? And I'm like, there's a lot of trees. And she's like, okay, is it light? Is it dark? And I'm like, one part is dark and one part is light. She goes, do you want to go towards the dark part? And I go, no. Aww. 
And she goes, okay, we'll just start walking in the forest. And at this point, I'm like, this is going to go better if I summon up a pleasant memory of a beautiful outdoor scene that I have experienced in real life and that I enjoyed. And then I can think about that and give this woman the answers she clearly wants from right. me. Yeah. And she's like, and as you go on your journey, I'm just going to be adding rocks to you, taking some away, so don't worry about it. I'm like, okay, I'm real worried about it, but okay. So... I start walking and then I settle on what memory I'm going to describe. And it is the Portage Glacier in Girdwood, Alaska. And this is a place that I was last year in June and it was beautiful and I loved it. So I'm like, I'll just describe this beautiful lake with a mountain next to it and she'll get off my case and then she'll let me lay here quietly and she'll stack rocks on my body. Nope. Still no. Still no. So, uh, I yeah, I didn't give you the full rundown. No, you really didn't give me the full rundown. I wanted to preserve it for this moment. And I... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I want you to do Reiki. I want someone to, like, buy us a Groupon so Please. you can do Reiki. So... I am like, I walk out of the forest, I'm like, there's a lake. And she's like, do you want to go go to the lake? And I'm like, okay. So I go to the lake. And in my head, I like imagine myself sitting down next to this lake and I'm like, it's beautiful. The water's clear. It's a beautiful blue day because Alaska is like comically gorgeous. Right. It's great. And she's like, is there anything there with you? And I'm like, no. And she's like, are there fish in the lake? And I'm like, ooh, animals. I could do animals. And I go, yes, there are fish in the lake. And she goes, do they all look the same? And I go, yep, they're all they're all gray. And she's like, okay. And you're sure none of them look different. They all look the same. There's not one fish that's a different color. And I'm like, okay, you clearly want me to see yes, a different color fish. Language. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I can see a different color fish. And I remember they had fish in the waiting room. So I go, there's a white koi. And she's like, what's the white koi doing? And I'm like, it's swimming around my feet. And she's like, okay, do you know this fish? And I go, no. And she goes, does the fish know you? Oh, God. <laughs> and I go, I don't think so. And she goes, okay. What, is there anything you'd like to say to the fish? And I'm like, No. And she's oh like, okay, we'll just sit by the lake for as long as you want. And I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, honestly, I could sit by the lake for this, like, the rest of this fucking bullshit session. Because clearly you're not going to stack any goddamn rocks on my body. Because she added, like, two over the course of the entire time at the lake. But I'm like, whatever. And she's like, are you ready to leave the lake? And I'm like, oh, good. We have to keep going places. So I'm like, okay. And she's like, what else do you see? And I'm like, there's a mountain, a la Portage Glacier. And she's like, okay, do you want to go to the mountain? And I'm like, all right, we can go to the mountain. So I like pretend to walk over to the mountain. And she's like, do you want to start climbing the mountain? As regular listeners know, I don't like outdoorsy activities. So even in my fantasy, I don't super want to hike. But I'm like, you know what? I'll hike on my fictional mountain. So I started hiking on my fictional mountain. And then she's like, get to a place where you feel comfortable and tell me where that place is. So I'm like... It's halfway up and I can see over the forest and I can see everything because that would be my favorite place on a mountain. Right. Any mountain. Just the part where you can see the tops of all the trees and you can see really far in any direction. Yeah. It's just a pretty thing. Right. So I'm like, yeah, okay. And she's like, all right. And is the sun still up? And I'm like, yep. And she goes, do you want to stay until it sets? And I go, yep. 
<laughs> don't make me leave this goddamn mountain that I just fucking dream hiked. Right. And she's like, okay, well, let me know. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, okay, I guess the sun's going to go down and she's going to ask me if they're animals. And I'm like, ooh, there could be a wolf. I like wolves. So I have seized upon a thread and I'm going to use it. So right. I like lay yeah. there quietly for the amount of time that my fictional sun will go down from the fictional mountain that I'm fictionally sitting on. Right. And she, and I go, okay, the sun has set. And she goes, okay, are you scared? And I go, no. And she goes, is anyone with you in the darkness? And I go, there's a wolf. And she's like, do you know the wolf? And I go, no. And she goes, does the wolf know you? And I'm like, yes. And she's (laughs) like, so you feel safe with this wolf? And I go, I mean, yeah, it's my fantasy. I'm not going to get fucking eaten by a fucking wolf in my fantasy. Right. And she goes, what color are the wolf's eyes? And I'm like, shit. And I go, blue. Because when I summon up a picture of a wolf in my head, it's got blue eyes. Yeah. And she goes, really? And I'm like, yes. And she's like, okay, well, let the wolf guide you down to the mountain. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So me and the wolf tromp down the mountain that I just fucking climbed right? like 20 minutes later. But okay, fine. Waste my goddamn time. Exactly. And she's like, what does the wolf want? And I'm like, to keep me safe? I guess. And she's like, okay. And at that point, she's like, all right, I'm going to bring you back up. I'm going to start taking rocks off of you. And then uh, when you're ready, open your eyes and then take a moment and then sit up. You might feel lightheaded. You might feel like much lighter. Just, you know, see where it takes you. See, And I'm like, okay. So I'm laying there and I'm like, this is about a reasonable amount of time. I'm ready to leave. So I'm just going to go ahead and slowly sit up because I've been laying down for a while. I don't want to get lightheaded. And she's, she then starts talking me through my journey. You hear that paper? Bitch took notes. And she (laughs) is like, let's go through it. And she's like, I want you, when you get a chance, to look for, you know, look up what it means to have a wolf spirit animal. Because that wolf, you said it knew you. And I'm like, I'm uncomfortable that you, as a white woman, are telling me, another non-native person, to have a spirit animal. But okay, carry on. And she's like, look up what it means to have a wolf spirit animal because that wolf knew you and it was there to tell you something. And even though you didn't want to talk to the fish, the fish definitely wanted to tell you something. And I was so sure that the wolf was going to have green eyes. I was waiting for you to say green eyes. And I was like, I mean, they could have been green. I don't know. It's, just, it's a fucking made up wolf. It can have whatever color eyes I want. Uh, I'm just thinking about Space Coyote from The Simpsons. <laughs> you, but you I, didn't eat a hot pepper. As far as you know, that right. would explain my fartiness. So I'm still holding in this fart, and she hands me my notes at the end of it. I'm going to read you what these notes say. Snow slash forest, field slash lake, misty fog in head, IDK, feet swimming fish gray, white fish looks like koi, traveling with fish mountain, because I said I was leaving the lake, and she's like, is the fish coming with you? And I was like, I mean, yeah, you clearly want me to have a YA adventure. Let the fish come, too. Traveling with Fish Mountain. Traveling with Fish Mountain. See? Traveling with Fish Mountain. I'll take a picture of this and put it on the Instagram because it makes me laugh. And then, arrive, can see over the large forest, sunset, silver wolf with blue eyes, down mountain. And those are the very helpful notes for my crystal healing session. To my knowledge... I thought your your journey would have been longer. I mean... Like, you went to a lake and you went to a mountain. I did. But I don't know what happens after. I don't either. I just, like, woke back up, and I'm like, okay. And she's like, you were really receptive. I would love to do this with you again. Some people have a hard time journeying. And I'm like, yeah, no fucking shit. It's all bullshit. And she's like, but you were just off and running. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm a people pleaser, and I was very uncomfortable, and I'm holding in a fart and would like to leave. 
I will say that when, I don't know if you were listening when we were filling out the forms in the mm-hmm. waiting room, but there is a younger woman who is mm-hmm. like, "Oh, it's so nice to finally meet you in person, and I'm oh, gonna learn so no. much from. I'm so excited to learn from you, Crystal Healing, and da 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 da." Yeah. Yeah, it was like another employee at the at the spa. If I had to guess, I'd say she put maybe twelve rocks on my body, and eight of them were chakras. So like. Not she, a super crystal-heavy crystal right. healing session. Did she put any around you that weren't touching you? She did. Okay. She put, I think it was pyrite, and she's like, because I could just tell that you were going to go on a journey, and sometimes when people go on journeys, I can't get them back, so I put these down to ground you. Wow. And I'm like, okay, I guess. So that was, that's pretty much that. The yeah. best part was, like, two of the crystals that she put around me, she kind of put in my hair. So the best part was when she lightly took them out of my hair. And it was like, oh, for a second, she touched my hair, and that's my favorite thing. Right. This is okay. Yeah. And, like, it was relaxing because I was laying in a room with my eyes closed, mm-hmm. listening to, like, ocean noises and a fan blowing on me. So in a way, it was relaxing. But in another way, it was a lot more interactive than I was emotionally prepared for. Right. And I would rather not have to make up a young adult adventure novel to get my relaxation on. I'd rather just lay quietly. Yeah, I would have been really stressed out by having to yeah. do that. Yeah, it, I could see that. If you are the kind of person where if you are told to lay down quietly, you automatically, your brain takes you places. Oh, that was the other thing. She asked me, yeah. she goes, are you a dreamer? Do you have dreams at night? And I go, yes. And she goes, I could tell. See what those dreams are telling you over the next few nights, because you might be surprised what comes up, and you might be surprised if you see that wolf again. That night, I had a dream about a serial killer who was stalking a young deaf girl, and my dad was a police investigator, and I had to help interpret because my dad doesn't sign. And so the father and the daughter were deaf, and the mom was hearing, so I went to help out and was trying to interpret for them. And it turned out that it was this boy from her high school who was stalking her, and what nobody knew was there was an accomplice. So thanks, Crystal Healer, for making me remember that fucking dream. Oh, God. And then the next night, it was just my standard, I'm running late for a plane, everything's terrible, serial killers, weird high school shit, and my boyfriend's being mean to me. So, like, not really good dreams. And if she were a crystal healer worth her salt, I feel like she'd be like, you have nightmares, don't you? Because I do. All the time. So, yeah, it was some money spent. It was fine. As I told you in the car, it was truly a fine experience. It yeah. wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was just fine. Mm. So I don't regret spending the money. I do regret not getting Reiki. Yeah. <laughs> so I would maybe, if you think you're the kind of person who, when laying down, you will automatically picture stuff and stuff will just, like, float into your brain and come to you. Right. If you're that kind of person, you're going to love crystal healing. But if you're not... If you're like me and you're just kind of like, I'm curious to see what this is, and you don't necessarily want to do a, to- a lot of talky-talky when you're getting your relaxation on, maybe don't. Yeah. Yeah. I just know that I really just want to go get a, mas- like, a hot stone massage. Oh, yeah. Point. I got to give you the name of my place. Yeah, that's, cause they're that's so what good. I want to do. Yeah. And I do remember, like, during the Reiki, like, this few things I do remember is, like, thoughts would start gelling in my head, like, mm-hmm. vi- like, like visual things would start gelling in my head, and then 
as soon as I was like aware of them, it poof and go nice. away. And I was like, dang it. And that's so, what I wanted. But I don't remember anything. Wow. Yeah, but I just know like, and it would it would be this thing where I'd be like, oh, I'm on the cusp of remembering what it was, and then it would like, oh, go, away. It goes away. Yeah, so I just kept getting like led down like a tunnel basically, and I like, couldn't yeah. quite access like what it was I was thinking about. Well, maybe if you do it a second time, yeah, your thoughts will complete. Did I ever tell you about the time I fell asleep while getting a non-hot stone massage? No. So I had gotten a Groupon for a massage because it was before I found my magical hot stone place that I love. And I went to get it. And it was on a day where I was very tired. Oh. Which I didn't think about going in. It was like a Friday night. And I'm like, this is going to be nice. going to kick off my weekend. I'm getting my back rubbed. It's going to be so good. So I went and I got the massage and I relaxed down too low and fell asleep around the time that the masseuse started working on my legs. And when he got to my feet, which is a pretty standard massage practice, they massage your feet. I didn't have the wherewithal because my feet are ticklish. When I'm awake, I like control myself when people are touching my feet in a professional setting so that I don't kick them in the face. When I'm asleep, all bets are off. So he touched my foot and I genuinely, I'm pretty sure that I like mule kicked backwards. Luckily I did not hit him, but he goes, oh, are you ticklish? And me trying to hide the fact that I was just asleep. I'm like, yeah, t- yeah. yeah ticklish. You got me. Oh, God. <laughs> I wasn't asleep. And that was the time I fell asleep during a massage. That's amazing. Yep. All right. Well, that's been our hour of spoop care. Yep. Care spoop care. <laughs> care for your spoop hosts by putting rocks on them and letting them lay quietly and listen to soft music. If you have ever had Reiki or crystal healing done and had either a better or different experience than us, go ahead and write to us about it. I'd love to hear what your spirit guides are. I don't want to call it a spirit animal. That made me very uncomfortable. (sighs) But, you know, if you've seen the white fish that's a koi that knows you, and if you've talked to the white fish, go ahead and let me know what it said, because I was supposed to talk to mine, and I didn't. (laughs) Just real quick shout-outs um, to 33% Pulp, Yay. because last week, yeah, our companion episode with them dropped, and we also collaborated with them, and so if you haven't caught joy. up on that, please do. Uh, I listened to the Witch's Brew episode the other day, and, like, um, Lindsay did just a heck of a job editing all of it. the audio from the movie, like, with, the, <laughs> with our comments, so that you can get some context. Mm-hmm. My favorite was the montage of them yelling at Linda. Right, that was so good. So, <laughs> so good. Yeah, please, please check that out. Um, and we look forward to other collaborations and thingies coming down the line. Yay! Yay! Bye, guys. Bye. Murder, obsession, addiction, panic, schizophrenia, mania, violence survival. I'm Kate. As a forensic psychologist and crisis clinician, I was in the middle of a lot of those experiences. It was my job to come up with an explanation for how the hell did we get here and what happens next. And I'd like to share some of those stories with you. Just make sure that you're ready. Because sometimes after I'm done, you'll think, I felt better before I knew that. You can find Ignorance Was Bliss under IWB Podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, or on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.